It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's a long day. I could die. This date, 1935 in Tupelo, Mississippi. The man who would become to be known as the king of rock and roll, born Elvis Presley. It would be his birthday, but it's not. See, Elvis would be 84. Imagine that. It's Tuesday, January 8th. 2019, 700 WLW, the Real Heartbreak Hotel is the state of California, which the incoming Governor Gavin Newsom continued his efforts to make the state a sanctuary state for illegal aliens, foreign criminal trespassers. President Trump was very, very forthcoming, very eloquent in his speech tonight. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were the same ones offering non-facts. It does not matter that illegal aliens in this country, foreign criminal trespassers, their first their first step into this country is illegal. It does not matter if they commit more crimes per capita than U.S. citizens. It doesn't matter if they contribute to the economy of the wealthy elite in this country. In jobs that are quickly going away because of automation. It was one of the most intellectually dishonest arguments against what President Trump said in his opening remarks, in his speech from the Oval Office, that I've heard in a while. But we've come to, we've come to expect that from Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the Never Trumpers. Joining us tonight in the studio is Jay Armstrong. And Jay, you and I were watching President Trump as he spoke from the Oval Office. And when he concluded, you said, what? I said it's the most eloquent he's ever sounded. Yeah. If, if he would keep it short and to the point like that, I feel like, I mean, a big lot of this this way that we fight with each other now, and, and their response to it's the same thing. It's It's all about emotion and personality more than it is facts and figures when they talked about the president focusing on fear what did they do in the next sentence they talked about the fear of farmers not being able to to pay their mortgages and people not being able to apply for they absolutely focused on fear of 800,000 federal government employees that aren't getting paid right now i mean not getting paid is awful though it sucks they always get paid whenever there's a government shutdown yeah no they will I think they'll be fine. I thought the funniest part for me is that good old Chucky didn't even respond to the fact that Trump brought up his support for a fence or a wall all through the past until oh, he got elected. Oh, it's been well documented. And- I've run the audio before. In fact, we have audio of both then-President Clinton and then-President Obama supporting the same things that President Trump is espousing when it comes to dealing with illegals crossing our border illegally and then staying here illegally and then committing further crimes, more heinous crimes than just being in the country illegally. 
President Clinton, President Reagan in 1986 compromised. The Democrats keep talking about compromise. Compromise to a Democrat means, okay, you get none of what you want. We get everything we want and everybody wins. BS, bunk. Reagan compromised in exchange for amnesty. We'll get real immigration reform. This was 32 years ago, 33 years ago, 1986. What we got was amnesty for people who broke the law by being in this country illegally and staying here. And what we didn't get was immigration reform. They have failed at every turn for years and years and years. Now it's all about President Trump. Here's the thing for me. Though. Because it's Trump, B-I-T, that's a syndrome. That's the new syndrome. Because it's Be- Trump. Because <laughs> it's Trump. If it had been President Obama, in 2013, they voted for more security. They didn't get it passed. The House, the Senate passed it overwhelmingly. But also, rich Republican donors who have wanted cheap labor over the years have kept Republican lawmakers who are in their pocket from passing real immigration reform. Well, the paradigm has changed because of the oncoming automation of Americans' low-skilled, low-wage jobs, which are going away at a record rate and will continue to go away in the next 10 years. We don't need low-educated, low-skilled workers anymore we got enough to, of them to make sure. to make this economy run. Let's talk to uh, Mark in Marysville. Hello, Mark. Gary, Jeff, good to talk to you. Um, for, just on the lighter side, when I looked at Chuck and Nancy, I thought of that picture, that painting, American Gothic. You know, with the absolutely, guy with, yeah. But I thought if you put that on the back of Mad Mad Magazine and you folded it up, you know, so that it makes another picture, it'll be an overflowing toilet. You know, basically <laughs> that's what I thought. Um, nice yeah it is uh trump i don't i'm he is turning into a statesman i'm sorry a lot of democrats probably just barfed if they heard that but i think he really is turning into a statesman uh the thing is the things he has said you and other talk shows have talked about it for months and you backed it up with reputable sources, Chuck and Nancy, all they got to do is say something. People believe it. They can say anything they want, and a lot of it is because of one thing. They know they're not under oath, so they can say anything they want. You know, it's like that kid that said, oh, this, uh, this guy that got shot by the cops, he said, hands up, don't shoot. He said that to the media, but when he was in court, he said, well, actually, he didn't say that. No, it, it, was, not, it was not a true narrative. It never yep. was. The whole thing with Ferguson was such an overblown Yep. A lie that was fed to the media, and the media just passed it on because it fits their narrative about police hunting young black men, unarmed black men, and trying to kill them. It was a total falsehood. This was not going on coast to coast. You know, the thing, too, I I was watching uh, NBC, and when when the speech, when Trump's speech was over, Lester Holt comes on, and he said something about Trump's made more dubious claims. And I'm thinking, you know, it's just he's, you're calling him a liar right, out, right off the bat because you can. You know, they, do, they know what they can get away with, you know, and it's just, it's just 
I don't know. I, I'm I'm glad he is sticking to his guns. I am too, because he's not going to budge. You know, they keep saying on the news this is like the second or third longest uh, government shutdown. They fail to mention that the longest is under Slick Willie, and then the uh, second longest was under Barack Hussein. You know, and it's like they just don't. They conveniently don't mention that if they mention it at all. Mark, I've got a break for news, but I will tell you this, and I've said this on the air before too. When the government shuts down, the federal government shuts down. It's never the president's fault, no matter who the president is, because it's Congress's job to fund the government. It's the president's job to defend the country and citizens of the United States, not citizens of other countries. More to come. You betcha. 700 WLW. Most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. Even as we are a nation of immigrants, we're also a nation of laws. Undocumented workers broke our immigration laws, and I believe that they must be held accountable, especially those who may be dangerous. When I took office, I committed to fixing this broken immigration system. And I began by doing what I could to secure our borders. But today, our immigration system is broken. And everybody knows it. There are actions I have the legal authority to take as president. Tonight, I'm announcing those actions. We'll build on our progress at the border with additional resources for our law enforcement personnel so that they can stem the flow of illegal crossings and speed the return of those who do cross over. If you're a criminal, you'll be deported. If you plan to enter the U.S. illegally, your chances of getting caught and sent back just went up. We expect people who live in this country to play by the rules. We expect that those who cut the line will not be unfairly rewarded. The actions I'm taking are not only lawful, They're the kinds of actions taken by every single Republican president and every single Democratic president for the past half century. And to those members of Congress who question my authority to make our immigration system work better, question my authority, question my authority, question my authority, question my authority, or question the wisdom of me acting where Congress has failed, I have one answer. Pass a bill. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Barack. Thank you, Bill. The only reason that this has come to a head is what I call B.I.T., because it's Trump. There's no other good reason for Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the rest of the obstructionist Congress to include funding for more border security. And by the way, ask the Customs and Border Patrol where there are walls, physical barriers, Illegal immigration is greatly reduced by as much as 80%. And when the president, President Trump, calls this a humanitarian crisis, he's absolutely right, but it's not a crisis that he has caused. 
This is a crisis that has been caused by decades of inaction by Congress. President Reagan tried it in 1986. He was lied to by Congress. They got amnesty, but no more as far as immigration reform or security at the border where it has to start. Jay, any thoughts? I feel like they do. I feel like it's on purpose. Like we keep talking about that there's been a failure in it, and I don't think that's what it is. I think if they build a wall and then do comprehensive immigration reform to make it possible, more easily possible yeah. for people to come here, then it's no longer an issue to play up emotions and have regular Americans at each other's throats while the powerful reap the benefits of starting the fight. I think it's on purpose. I don't think they failed. I think they've succeeded in exactly what they planned. Yeah, perhaps so. Glenn from Mason. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Jay? How you doing, man? What's up, Glenn? How are you, sir? I'm all right. Hey, let, let me first off, first off uh, saying that, uh, Jay, I agree with you. Uh, people losing their paychecks even for a week can be tough. And I think we all know people that live paycheck to paycheck. At one point in our lives, we've actually lived paycheck to paycheck. And missing that one week can uh, harm, what, 800,000 people right now with this government shutdown? Okay, Glenn, what's your point? Well, that was the point, Gary Jeff. This is, this is like regular folks talk. That's what I, that, that was my point. So that's why I, that's Glenn, why I agree with Glenn, you. Glenn, you don't know how much of a regular folk I am, Glenn. Well, then I live paycheck to exactly paycheck myself. I, I understand exactly, well, then, but it's Congress's fault, not the president. Well, well let me ask you a it's question. It's Congress's job to fund the government, not right. the president. You're he right. signs bills. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, a question then, Gary Jeff. Uh-huh. Do you think it's the president's uh, reason or the president should enhance or tell his Congress what he would like as far as his platform is concerned, been able to convince them within the last two years mm-hmm. that, A, we should pass funding for a wall? Glenn, if this was president... I just asked a question. And I'm answering your question if you'll shut up. <laughs> if it was President Obama, really? if, if this was President Obama, it'd be done, Glenn. It's because it's Trump. That's what people aren't getting. Steve, hello, you're on 700 WLW. Hey, Glenn, uh, Gary, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine. How are you? I promise you I ain't going to cuss. Well, that's a plus. <laughs> it's an absolute, absolute plus. Hey, about that guy that just called, uh-huh. um, let him know that those guys are going to get paid. I know. They're they're missing paychecks, though. This is their first missed paycheck, and a missed paycheck is a missed paycheck. I agree with him. Getting back pay is not the same, though. It's not, because your bills pile up, you got to borrow money, and then when you do get all that money, it's all gone. You know what happens? As a, as a regular folk, as Glenn would say, Jay, as a regular folk, right? the economy's never been better. There have never been more jobs available. And if my paycheck-to-paycheck job was gone tomorrow, I would be beating the streets, and I would have... He can't help himself. He really can't help himself. I, I've never been on one every, of his calls. Every time he calls, I've got to hit the dump button. Every <laughs> single like he time. Was a little slurry. He sounded like maybe he had knocked a few back. He sounded like he'd been in a slurry I, I do and have, just been fished out. I do have a retort, though, to Glenn and to everybody that that wants to say it's because Trump won't sign it with the, with the border wall, without a border wall. But the truth is, is... 
it goes back before that to your point that it's Congress's fault because they have not placed a bill on his desk that he's refused to sign yet. And I think I think if if he does do the emergency status mm-hmm. and get it done himself and then comes back and says, all right, guys, now you can do a budget. I feel like that'll look really good for him in a lot of people's eyes. And it's going to be fought in the courts. They will fight him tooth and nail. Why? Not because he's he's right, but because they don't want to give him any kind of win as far as his, he's already had so many wins that he promised during his campaign. They don't want to give him another one, and it's B-I-T, because it's Trump. Your phone calls as we continue tonight, 513-749-7000, 1-800-843-2441, pound 700 on AT&T. If you have a re- uh, reaction to President Trump's speech from the Oval Office or Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer's response on the Democrat side, we'd love to talk to you tonight. And we will entertain all of your thoughts and views on this subject as long as you're intellectually honest about it, like Glenn wasn't, and as long as you promise not to curse and I have to dump you, like Steve. But I can't really blame Steve. Jay? I don't blame Steve either. Steve Steve used to be married to a crack whore. We'll take a break and come (laughs) back. 700 WLW. Uh, The big boss man spoke tonight from the Oval Office. Democrats raging about using that, that hallowed sacred space to misinform the American public and all the rest of their rhetoric. Big boss man. Jay, you made a good comment. An astute observation, I would say. They don't really want to solve the problem of illegal immigration because... Because if you solve a problem, you can't milk voters' emotions over it. Yeah. That's all it is now. I mean, it's all political theater. It's, it's one party. It's the ruling class versus the rest of us, the plebs. And, you know... Don't you feel like Donald Trump is speaking for the rest of us many times when he when he takes this soap soapbox and, and runs with it? I believe that the way, the manner in which he speaks definitely speaks to the normal everyday person more so than what Chuck and Nancy would say most of the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, President Obama was very, very well scripted and very well spoken. He's a smooth dude. But he smoke, he, sp- he spoke in riddles. He was like a snake oil salesman. I mean, politician. I feel like yeah. I feel like that's the way it's supposed to be. Let's talk to somebody in the belly of the beast. We go directly to Washington, D.C., and Isidore. Hello, Isidore. You're on 700 WLW. Let them give them the wall. See, I knew this all along about the wall. The whole thing is, just like you said, because Trump, because it's another win for Trump. And a lot of times you'll see that in business, too, also. You get too many wins, then somebody try to withhold something from you. You ever been in traffic before and you're trying to get over, but they won't let you over? Mm-hmm. And they just won't let you over, and they know they need to, you know, they need to get out the way. But that's what we're going through right now. But that's called being petty. We both gonna end up at the red light or the green light. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna both have to bypass it. But this is not the old. This is not twenty and thirty years ago. This is not the same country no more. We got terrorists might that be coming in. 
if they if everybody knows as well as this publicizers, they know that they can fly around and go through whatever and come through Mexico that way. If everybody else coming through the border, why can't they? Well, that's an excellent point, Isidore, and I've made this point. I was making this point earlier to somebody else today when I were working my other job as a bartender, my regular folk job, my paycheck-to-paycheck job, as Glenn would say. Uh, I said, there are more than Mexicans, Hondurans, Guatemalans, and El Salvadorans coming through that southern border. There are Pakistanis. There are That's right. I know some Ethiopians that came through yes. the border like that. I mean, and I'll... Over about 10 years ago, I've seen this happen. I've seen a bunch of people come to our neighborhood and almost just take over. I'm not saying they've taken over, but where did they come from? They've displaced a lot of jobs in Southeast. Why do you think all those kids on the corner like that? Yeah. Why do you think all those people on the corner down in, in San Francisco? If you, got, if you bring in 250,000 people just like that in the course of a year, and they come in, all, they come in where their families might be at, you can displace a lot of other people by driving up the rent cost that quick. What encourages me about your call is door is you live in the swamp and you, yep. yeah, and you can still see the moss from the swamp. Many people who live in, in that bubble can't see the moss from the swamp. All, all, they, all they see is that, that green and it's, it's corrupt algae and it's the American taxpayer dollars that are pouring in to a corrupt federal government. And I'm glad that you can see it. Thank you for the phone call. Let's talk to Cindy. Hello, Cindy. You're on the nightcap. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I've got a question. Uh, why can't they make the Senate and Congress take their pay away? Would well, they not well, sign? The Senate, and the, the Senate and the House are together Congress. There's a House of Representatives in the Senate. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I've said that from the very beginning. It's Congress's job, the House of Representatives and the Senate, to fund the federal government. That's their primary responsibility. That's what they were elected to do. That is their job. And if they're not doing their job, they are the ones who should not be getting paid right now. Not the congressional staffers, not the Park Service employees, not the IRS. The the 535 members, 535 members of the House and Senate should not be getting a paycheck while the government shut down. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And what's the worst well, part is they're the people that don't need it. Yeah. The people who are the regular working people who aren't getting checks, those are the people who need that money. Those Congress people all have money, except for maybe Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who can't afford her place in Washington. Well, she, but, hasn't, she hasn't been there long enough to, to get the graft and the lobbyist money. But everybody else, they, they can afford it. But they're the ones that are still getting paid. But why is he forcing people to work without pay? Isn't that against the law? S- Cindy. I mean, they can quit. Yeah, they can quit, Cindy. And, and when you say he, who's he? Uh, would that be Trump? No. It's not the president's job to fund the government, Cindy. Okay. It's Congress's job. It's Congress. The people who are forcing people to work without getting paid are Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, Mitch McConnell. uh, Name any, any member of the House or Senate. They are the ones that are forcing people to work without getting paid, not the president. Okay. Now, when the Trump, when Trump was on his campaign to become president, he, I thought he said that Mexico would pay for the wall. Uh, how come that's not happening? And, and he is still talking about in a roundabout way they would. It was never that the Mexican president was going to sign a check and hand it over to President Trump. That was not what he meant, Cindy. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you so much, Cindy. <laughs> well, I mean... 
I'm glad Cindy participated and, and cared enough to call in. She should learn that there are two branches of Congress and what their responsibilities are. But, you know, that's why we're here. We're here to help. And, Cindy, thank you so much. <clears throat> Phone lines are open. We'll continue this after news. <laughs> and we already know the news is terrible. The president made a very, very good pitch, I believe, for his border wall tonight. And I hope you will hold on and engage in further conversation with us. Unless you're as drunk as Steve <laughs> or as partisan as Glenn. This has been fantastic. Oh, you like this? I do like this. Well, because you haven't, I haven't let you say that much or... Well, the things that I, I've chimed in, and I feel yeah, like, exactly. I feel like that you're when, contributing. I feel like when I've contributed, it has been top level. It has, <laughs> but you have the be- you have the beauty part job of this whole deal. I can just make fun of everybody. The, yeah. yeah, the the sidekick, the co-host, you got the easy job. I've got to navigate these shark infested waters, and you are fired up to do it, man. You are navigating them well. I will. News now, seven hundred WLW. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. There's the unforgettable sound of sleep apnea. If you or a loved one has sleep apnea, you can help advance research on this potentially life-threatening condition. Researchers need more information from people just like you to prevent and better treat sleep apnea. Answering simple questions can make a big impact in discovering new ways to treat and perhaps cure this disorder. My apnea. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. .org is the largest network of patients ever to advance research on sleep apnea. It was created so providers, researchers, caregivers, and people with this condition can share and learn from each other. When you join the community, you'll instantly be connected to new information, researchers, tools, and people just like you to help you regain control of your sleep. 
all in a safe and private online environment. Fill out the online survey and wake up to a better future at myapnea.org, a public service from the American Sleep Apnea Association. Into the second hour of this highly charged nightcap, on a night when President Trump addressed the nation from the Oval Office, and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer responded from the Democrat side. On illegal immigration, the government shut down and more. There must be lights burning brighter somewhere. It's a king, baby. Birds flying higher in the sky. Joining me in the studio, Jay Armstrong, stand-up comedian and uh, astute political commentator. I mean, he knows all about political theater. <clears throat> if you lie down with fleas, you're going to get dogs. That's what I told him. <laughs> Relating to I something else. I wish it worked else. like that. <laughs> yeah, I love dogs. I So do I. Yeah. I would love to be just covered in a puddle of puppies. You know what uh, will be sweetly ironic? The Supreme Court may or may not hear, and it looks like they're going to hear, and make a decision on President Obama's DACA ruling, the Dreamers Act. Now, if they, in all of their constitutional wisdom, decide that President Obama had the power to do that, it means President Trump has the power to do from the executive office what he feels like doing on illegal immigration, is what it means. Right. Basically. So I'm hoping the Supreme Court rules in favor of President Obama and the DACA deal because it gives the president more constitutional latitude to do what he feels he needs to do to protect his country, our country, the United States of America's citizens. Chris in Westchester, hello. Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, Gary Jeff Walker, defender of truth and knowledge. And in the other corner, the imbecile intellect. Wow. I, you know, it amazes me how many of your so-called educated callers still have no idea how the damn government works. It is not the president's job, people. It really, I mean, what school did you, did you not take civics? Did, 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 any, did they just eliminate civics in the past 30 years in this country? Did that happen and somebody didn't tell me, Gary? I mean, I, 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 well, what happened? Well, well you, you, no, no, people, people conveniently forgot civics and how the government's supposed to work because of their hatred of Donald Trump. Exactly. They hate America. And the problem is, this is what he's up against. Okay, listen, when he said, when they, when they were pretty much saying that close to 4,000 suspicious people known to be maybe on terrorist lists or all that may have come across the border or have been intercepted in the past year or so they've come across the border. What do the Democrats do immediately? Oh, he's wrong, he's wrong. This is what he's up against. He said, well, you know what? Actually, it was only 12. You know what? Last time I checked, isn't one too many? One would be a bad number, I would think. Well, Chris, my my argument has always been we've got enough natural-born American knuckleheads in this country without letting them in from other countries. No kidding. Anybody been to the bayou lately? There are things down there and people down there that will eat anything, including you. I'm more afraid of that than some of the other things going on at certain parts. But our borders are there for a reason, okay? There's a reason. A border. I mean, it's not like 
these people are coming here. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are trying to escape a bad situation, but you can't just pick and choose. It should have been stopped as soon as they got to the first country. Last time I checked, those are our asylum laws, and the asylum laws around the world is as soon as you get to the next country, that is your country of asylum, right? Yep. That, okay, now, so I got that part right. So how were they able to get go across three different countries and, and, and get up to this point? Which means, okay, so the other two countries or three countries are actually working with them because they don't want them there. If they don't, and we're talking about really crappy countries here, people. If they don't want them in their country. Wait, wait, Chris, 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 are you calling those asshole countries? Oh, they're beyond. I mean, have you been? Just go. I'm sorry, but go to Laredo. Just go to Laredo. Go to uh, just go to any of the border towns, and it doesn't get better when you cross them. When you go across that river, believe me, it does not get better. It gets worse the farther you go down that road. Okay, so if these other countries didn't want these people, that should tell you something because. I mean, there's obviously something there, and like they were saying before, somebody is driving this. It is all political. We all know this. But he makes a good case for our border. He's trying to protect our country. And believe it or not, the southern border is the least of our problems. We know what's coming through there. We don't have a clue what's going up north. We have thousands of miles of unprotected border where people can just walk right through the woods into Washington State. And all of those northern states, and no one's bothering to talk about that. Okay, but because we're all focused on what's going on down south, because that's where the Democrats want us to look. They don't want us to look north, and they keep saying, well, these numbers don't jive. Well, you know what? I was doing numbers, and I could have sworn it was only nine terrorists who did 9-11, right? Yeah, 19, yeah. Okay, or 19, it's like 19, less than 20, a little over a dozen. But, you know, there was only one in the London subway incident. Yeah. And, uh, there was one mastermind. I mean, so one is, is, is a significant number. So when they sit there and say, you know what, he's lying, it was actually only 12. Well, you know what, I hope those 12 do something to you. Only because, o- only is one of the most disingenuous words in the English language. But, exactly. but Dad, it only cost this much. Exactly. It's, it was only six terrorists. Exactly. Okay. It's like when my wife goes to the store and she tells me, you spent $500, but I saved us 300 So you're telling me you actually spent $800. It's like when you That's go through a drive-thru really and you're like, I only want mustard and ketchup, and then it has mayonnaise on it. Chris, exactly. Chris, we, you we, get what they give you. Chris, we, we, we got a, a, a boatload of callers tonight, which I'm thankful for, because it'll make the time just, pass much, much more quickly. But I just wanted to ask you one question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is the wall around Nancy Pelosi's home immoral? Oh, God, no. And, and you know what, by the way, this is a 17-foot wall, 12 above, 5 below. They talked to the contractor who built that place. It is literally, it's got five feet of wall going underground. Why is that? I wonder why that is. Maybe she thinks people might tunnel? I Maybe. Don't know. But the, the point, it just amazed me, brother, that I'm sorry, but, you know, Glenn... Steve, you know, if ignorance is bliss, you literally have the Garden of Eden going on in your head right now. Thank you very much for that. Let's go to Lisa in Springdale. Hello, you're on 700 WLW. Lisa, what's on your mind? Hi, good evening to you. Good evening. Okay. Thanks for taking my call, first of all. I would like to, first of all, I appreciate you wanting to have an intellectual, honest discussion. So 
I really appreciate that, and that's why I called. So I think, and the other lady asked me about this, the reason why we're in a situation is because you had Trump just lie to the American people that the Mexico was going to pay for this board. That, that's where this all started. Uh-huh. You fell for that lie, right? You believe that. No, Lisa? Actually, Mexico is going to reimburse us when we can keep our doctors in our plants and Guantanamo okay. Bay is closed. Yeah. Okay. If, that, if that's, that's true, the contract. Why, if, if that's true, let's be intellectually honest. All right. Why, as soon as uh, Trump finished his speech, he's sending out texts for fundraising for the border wall. Why is that? What do you mean sending out text for border wall funding? What do you mean? We must have missed that. He, yeah, he's missed sending that. out texts. Uh-huh. He says, as soon as he was done with the speech, he's using this. If it's such an emergency, why is he fundraising now for the border wall? Lisa, if, what it says? Well, Lisa, if you'll let me have an intellectual and honest discussion with you, that'll mean that you're not talking over me. So let me respond to some things you've just said. Number one, President Trump never said that Mexico was going to sign a check for the wall. He said they would pay for it. What did President okay. Tr- What did President Trump do in his first two years? He rene- he renegotiated NAFTA with a new Mexican Canadian trade agreement, and with the trade offs of that agreement, if Congress ever decides to get off their butts and do their job and actually ratify that agreement, then yes, in a way, Mexico will pay for the wall. And further, if we don't have illegal immigrants coming here from Mexico then they will be paying their health care and their education and their food stamps and everything else. That's why they're coming here. They're coming here not for work. They're coming here for the freebies, Lisa. Okay. Well, I had asked you a question. I and I just answered you- it. I answered. That's how Mexico would pay for the wall. So I said, why? My question was, if that is true, mm-hmm. if what you're saying now is true, that why is no sooner than he finished his speech, Trump, why is he sent out that text that I address the nation on border security. Okay. Now I need you to stand with me, donate to the officials, secure the border front. Now, why is he now trying to use you all to pay for this when he lied to you in the first place? It's a GoFundMe, so why- it's a GoFundMe site that wasn't started by President Trump. It was started by somebody no, who believes in border security. No, this is Trump. This is his fundraiser. He just sent this out this evening. This is no GoFundMe. Are you on the this Trump is- text list? Yeah, did you get yeah. on do you get on president? And by the way, Lisa, um like to be would you please would you please would you please show some respect it's president trump it's not trump it's president trump lisa okay we're not going to get all caught up into that well I, why I just, not <laughs> he's the president he was duly elected obama. he he is duly I elected obama. i called president obama the president i call president I trump obama. i would always say obama. have you I always think. have you always hated president trump lisa since Where we're since we're making be- it? Well, we're being honest. Just tell me, have have you always have hated? Hate. Have you always hated President Trump? I don't have any hate in my heart for anyone. Oh, you don't? No, I don't. It sounds like you harbor I'm, a lot of hate. But I, no, okay. I'm being intellectually honest with you. Okay. Well, you I mean, if we're being intellectually honest, I feel like we all know that most campaign, like, there's always campaign promises that are not met. It's just a fact of the way that it works now. Well, you see it that way, but I just see it as a lie. He lied. So, to me. have you been yelling about Guantanamo Bay still being open, or group or troops on the ground being in Syria? Oh, yeah, that's right. President Obama made those promises, didn't he? He did. He lied, Lisa. He lied. It's, President it's, Obama it's, lied. This evening, the discussion is about. Oh, 
Right, so but you know, you've we, never called in to talk about the other stuff either, though. No, I, I don't think I've ever heard you talk about President Obama's lies on his campaign. We talked about all. Y'all did plenty of talking about that, and I've called in on those, too. But this evening... Were, like were you that upset about it. President Obama's lies, Lisa? I'm not really upset. And just because the president is asking for help from the American people since Congress won't do their jobs and fund the government, yeah, I don't have any problem with him sending out a text or a tweet about funding a border wall. I actually wish they would do that about a lot of stuff. I would much rather... Oh, voluntarily, voluntarily fun yeah. Stuff rather then come than, out, yeah, for them to just willy-nilly so waste our that, taxpayer dollars like, like they Paul, always do. Rand Paul brought up the uh, the pigeons on cocaine sexual study. What? We spent, I don't know, like $300,000 to study the sexual habits of pigeons on cocaine or doves. or Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Some stupid birds. Why would we spend our valuable tax dollars on pigeons on cocaine in their sex lives? I don't know, but I do know what I do know for a fact, and this is going back to me saying they all manipulate us into nonsense, uh, is that there's a ton of stuff like that that gets funded, and nobody says anything about it. All we ever argue about is welfare programs and food stamps and walls. That's all we ever argue about. But there's a ton of stuff we could just cut out, and it wouldn't affect anyone. Look, you know what? For Lisa and for the rest of people who just hate everything about Donald Trump, let me tell you something from a personal standpoint. I think he's a blustery blowhard. I think he's, he's been dishonest with his wives. Obviously, we've got plenty of examples of that. He's a philanderer. He's he made himself very very wealthy. You don't know by how many means that you know there were people under his feet, like any other multi billionaire in this country. There are a lot of things not to like about President Trump, if you want to break it down. But he's been very 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 effective in trying to follow through on the promises he made to the American people when he was campaigning for president, including the wall. And he has done really great things for this country in just two years in office. The results, the proof is in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not talking about jello pudding. Because <laughs> President Trump... <laughs> to... I'm surprised at how good your Cosby is. That was good. Do you know what I'm going to do to you when you fall asleep? <laughs> No. Jesus <laughs> Don't get the Lord involved in this, Jay. <laughs> now, there are lots of things that are unlikable about President Trump, except his job in office as president. I've found many things to like about President Trump and what he's doing effectively as commander in chief, as the chief executive officer of the United States of America. I think POTUS has done a wonderful job in spite of all of the headwinds he's faced, in spite of all of his detractors, in spite of all the obstructionists in Congress. You know, 
is President Trump somebody that I'd want to hang with? Probably not. He doesn't drink. I'd hang with you, but you wouldn't mind me drinking just as long as I didn't make you drink. Other people's drinking doesn't get me drunk, man. See, exactly. I mean, President Trump, as president, what he was elected to be, I mean, people always talk about his relationship with Melania and cheating on him and his other wives and other dalliances. We weren't electing a husband, you idiots. We were electing a president of the United States. We were electing somebody, a businessman, which is what you need as a chief executive officer in the White House. We were talking about somebody getting America straightened out economically. And somebody who was outside the beltway, outside the swamp of Washington, D.C. And the more this president exposes the swamp, the more the establishment gets nervous. So uh, I do want to get Too Sweet on the line. Hello, Too Sweet. Hey, how's it going, Gary Jeff? Hey, I've been listening to Lisa for years, Gary Jeff. She's a bleeding heart leftist liberal. She ain't never said nothing bad about Obama. Down on other radio President station. Obama. She need to quit it. Well, I mean. I, she just need to quit it. Lisa, you know I've been listening to you for years. I, I knew that when I started talking to her. Yes, this, this conversation is not about President Obama. Right. I spoke on that plenty of times. And like, Lisa, no. You never criticized the man once. No. She just said a damn thing about Hillary and them lying about the video and why. Uh, what's the place over in Middle East that got a, was on the attack? She didn't say anything about that stuff at all. No, no, but but that's Benghazi. Yeah, she never said anything about that. But she's the one who wanted to have an intellectual, intellectual, honest discussion. So. Right. Yeah, Lisa, full of it, man. But she's just a bleeding heart, just like Glenn. And they they never call out the truth, the, the truth about Obama and some of the leftists. They never will, you Gary Joe. I just I just talked before I got you on the phone here about the things that I I know that people find odious about Donald Trump. Right. And, and and some of those things I find odious as well. But I didn't elect a Boy Scout. I wasn't electing a husband or the best man for, for me getting married. I was electing a president who was serious about doing what he said he was going to do, and he's proved to be that. He ain't ran no guns like Obama and Holder. He ain't sick their internal revenue service on nobody. No. So I don't understand what they're talking about, Gary Joe. Oh, it's those, it's those 3 a.m. tweets that offend people. Yeah, he's got to get off Twitter, man. He should. If he didn't do that, I feel like it would be a completely different story. But I feel like at some point, I feel like it's marketing that is going to eventually work the way he wants it to. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I think so. I think so. Too sweet. Thank you very much for uh, chiming in. We got so many people that want to talk tonight. And if you hold on, if you're patient, we will get you right after the news, which is mere moments away. This is the nightcap. Gary Jeff Walker, Jay Armstrong, and you. On 700 WLW. Into another half hour of this nightcap. What would have been Elvis's birthday? Oddly, this is my favorite Elvis tune. A very old friend came by today Cause he was telling everyone in town Of the love that he just found And Marie's a name of his latest friend. I have no explanation for this, but I love this song. He talked and talked And I heard him say that she had the longest, blackest hair, the prettiest green eyes anywhere. And Marie's a name 
700 WLW, Gary Jeff Walker, Jay Armstrong. The nightcap continues. And uh, we'll, we'll go to the phones. I appreciate your patience tonight. We've had a lot of people on the line, uh, all revolving around President Trump's Oval Office speech and the response from Democrats Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. We'll go to Jim in White Oak. Hello, Jim. Hey, Gary Jeff. We have uh, in past years disagreed when we actually disagreed. I hope we'll do so in the future when we disagree. But I've been listening since you got on the air tonight. And I want to thank you for putting on such a uh, a, a properly uh, vigorous defense of sanity regarding President Trump's address and also with just the right amount of seizing indignation, righteous indignation underneath the surface, because that's what this deserves. When you see liars, and I, I kind of think traitors like Schumer and Pelosi, uh, it, it's enough to kind of make your blood half boil. Uh, what came to mind while listening to Glenn tonight from Mason, who I always find is an interesting caller, but... I remember a story from the campaign about summer of 2016, and a Democratic Party chairman who was, had just left the job, he was maybe 65 years old, uh, kind of, you know, what Tim Burke has done, head of the Democratic Party in Hamlin County. He was down in some southern county in Georgia, okay? All right. And he, he said, I'm voting for Trump because we have a hornet's nest that needs a rock thrown at it, and Trump is a guy that will throw a rock at a hornet's nest. So... To Glenn and everybody else who is in angst over the, you know, the tough situation that some people aren't going to get paid for a while, buckle up, because it might get a lot worse before it gets better. But somewhere, somebody has to make a stand for us to try to save, save the, you know, save some sanity in this country. And Steve Miller, who is, I think it's Steve Miller, is one of Trump's advisors. Yeah. And he is one of the best spokesmen on this, on a lot of issues. When he gets on the air, he doesn't go on much. I think he was on Wolf Blitzer, and I would have been able to take speed notes. He's, he ticked off 15 things, roughly, and he said, yeah, Schumer and Pelosi say that, and the Democrats say they're for border control, but they won't do this. They won't do this. They don't want to wall that. Everything that could possibly help us have some border control, he ticked off how they're against. So it would be like if I said, I, I want to listen to Gary Jeff Walker's show and and support it, well, turn on the radio on WLW. No. Uh, listen to your iHeart app on your phone, which, by the way, works great. No. In other words, everything that I could do to support your show, I won't do that. Well, that means I don't want to support your show. And, 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 and so that's what the Democrats are doing. They're against any specific. Two other quick points. I know you got a lot of cars on the line. For these people that keep saying Trump has broken his campaign promise on Mexico is going to fund the wall, only the, the, the malicious big media commentators acted like Trump said, Mexico's going to write us a check. Everybody knew Mexico was not going to write us a check. That we give so much aid to Mexico and everywhere else that it would come out of Trump changing the, the deals on NAFTA yep. and other things. Yeah. And if he stays in office, I'm sure that Mexico will pay for the wall. Finally, our... our, our, our uh, uh, Foreign aid budget, is it foreign aid? Yeah, our foreign aid budget is $50.1 billion. All right. Some of that's gone to fund walls in other countries. Yes, so, I know. And I, and I think our military budget to be in 160, 124 countries, whatever it is, is uh, over $500 billion. But Schumer and them won't spend $5 billion, 
to secure our own border. This is absolutely outrageous. One other thing I disagreed with Jay on, I'm with Ann Coulter, more tweets from Trump. I want more tweets because that's how he bashes the liars and the big media in the head. As soon as they lie, he bashes them in the head right away. Well, well I did have a caveat to that. Uh, it, okay. it could be a, like a brilliant marketing thing that is going to work out for him in the end. I think it's working out now. It's just the big media begs him to quit tweeting because they're tired of getting hit in the well, head you know every what? time they lie. He says some crazy Th- stuff. That's sometimes. how he gets his message to the American people, directly right. from him. So big media, you don't want the president to tweet anymore? Good. Give him five minutes of airtime every week from the Oval Office. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah right. like that's going to happen. Thank you. Larry in Indiana, thank you for holding on so long. You're on the air. Thanks for taking my call. It's the first time I ran across your station. I apologize for that, uh, but uh, first time caller as well. Um, I, I'd, I'd like to take this to about thirty-five thousand feet. But uh, to, to believe anything that Schumer and uh, Pelosi say is, is makes much much sense as putting shoes on a dead horse. Mm. Um, what's what's happening here is everything that they they accuse. Uh, Republicans of, and I'm not strictly a Republican, I'm a conservative, constitutional conservative, but what everything that they say the Republicans do, they, in fact, the Democrats do. Everything they accuse of the Republicans of doing, they, in fact, do. It's it's classic, now, it's classic transferal. If you talk well, to a, gonna, a mental it, health, it, uh, you know, you talk to a mental health professional, it's classic transferal. Sure, sure. It's, it, it, and, and you know, yeah, I'm retired Air Force. The 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 president has twenty billion dollars this year in discretionary military spending. Right. The gentleman before talked about foreign aid. Ten billion is going to Central America. That's thirty billion right there. Uh, he does have the authority. There's a problem with the. Uh, he, he does have the authority. Uh, to classify this as a national emergency, um, but we know that would have been litigious because they would take it to court. They said they were going to take. They, they said they would take it to court. Democrats yeah. did, and um, it would, you know it just takes time, and more time means more problems. What happened here? What's happened here is that the Democrats have instituted what I call a political helter skelter. They hit from every direction, all the time, nonstop, and. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's before, before, you're right. They create the problem. You had said it earlier. They create the problem, say they have a solution, only the solution creates another problem. It's just, it's just their incremental way of going it. 
The Democrats' ideology is like a cancer. It's spreading, and it's been spreading since 1963. And the only difference between communism and socialism is that communism takes it away from you and then then enforces that taking away. What the Democrats have done since since the mid-60s is educate the people first. Educate them by getting them to think their way through colleges first, then high schools, and now even elementary schools. The, the problem here is that you have, you have college, four, four, fourth-year college students out here that can't tell you have three branches of government. you got, you got kids being graduated, not graduating, graduated from high school that can't read on the eighth grade level. And, and the people, it's, it's, like, it's like Alice in Wonderland coming to the, to the fork in the road and the Cheshire cat's up in a tree with that big smile and she says, which way should I go? And he says, well, it depends on where you're going. <laughs> you know where you're going? She says, no. And the Cheshire cat says, well, then does it matter? Good point. And, you know, the, the really sad thing about uh, what you just illustrated, Larry, is now they're getting elected to Congress. Alexandria exactly. Ocasio-Cortez. I- I want Cortez. Now, normally, you, you know, you, we got the State of the Union dress coming up, and they normally pick more of a junior person to give the response. I want her to give the response. Oh, that would be delicious, wouldn't it? She'd be talking about the tippy tops of the income <laughs> levels and her seventy percent tax rates, and possibly even ninety percent tax rates. Sure, and all of that kind of. So that that is the direction they're going to, and I think the the Democrat Party is being pushed in that direction by the Bernie Sanders, Cortez, uh, O'Rourke group of people now. And they have a problem. They have a very severe problem because when it gets to that point where the Pelosi's and the Schumer's and the Durbin's and, and things are leaving Congress, look what's going to replace them. Well, they're, they're not being pushed so much by the people you just mentioned, uh, Larry, as they are by the Tom Steyer's. And uh, the the George Soros, who will never be affected by the plans that they're trying to implement. I appreciate your phone call. Thank you very much. Ken in Columbus, hello. You're on 700 WLW. Hey, Gary. You know, it's funny. You're on hold a while, and you start out with one one point you wanted to make, and then you listen to all these callers. But <laughs> what I wanted to point out, what I took away from Trump tonight is that the president's on the timeline. At best, he's got eight years. And then they bring out these old mules, Schumer and Pelosi, and they, it's just a waiting game for them. It, it, they've been in office for how many decades? It, and they could just not wait, wait this thing. And it's a game to them. And the American people are the pawns. And it, it, at some point, America's got to wake up and put these people on term limits. You get the same amount of time as the president of the United States. Instead, they go off, you know, because he's, he's voted nationally, and they're voted in their little districts, and, you know, they control the, the party in their districts, and they just keep getting reelected and reelected, and they're saying tired arguments and philosophies keep getting pressed on. And it truly is a waiting game, and they know. Well, I, you know, all they got to do is be a roadblock, keep blocking, keep blocking, and then they get him out, 
and they just keep on their merry way, and it's ridiculous. Well, they need some NFL it's referees so when they're blocking and they start holding, somebody throws a flag. All right, Ken, thank you very much for that. And Susan and Batava have been waiting a while. Uh, You had a story about your aunt and an illegal? Uh, Yes. Uh, My aunt lived in California, and she was crossing in a crosswalk, and she was hit by an illegal, uh, broke both her arms, both her legs, internal injuries. She was in the hospital and rehab for over a year. Uh, She almost died. Thank God she didn't. But it took all that time for her to have to learn to walk again, and she never was the same. And we never did find out what happened to the guy who, who um, hit her. Well, I could tell you what would happen today with, and the new new governor of California, Gavin Newcom, uh, Newscom. Uh, anyway, the new governor has uh, said sanctuary for all now. You know, it's awful. Um, I just, this is very personal, as you can tell for yes, me. I absolutely. Just, I, I want that wall to be built. Those criminals have no right to invade our country, and I think the president should declare it an emergency. It is an emergency. Uh, Susan, thank you very much for sharing that story. I can tell that it uh, had a great impact on your family's life. We'll take a break and come back. We still have Paul and Grossbeck, David in Mount Washington, and Tony in White Oak. We'd love to get to you, but... You must wait. The servant waits while the master, uh, you get it. 700 WLW. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the king of rock and roll. We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out. Peanut butter and nanner sandwich, please. Because I love you too much, baby. Bacon fried and ham grease. I'll take two. Why can't you see? When Elvis died, and all the speculation of what killed Elvis. And one of his favorites from the Memphis Mafia who hung with him and said, Pale drugs didn't kill Elvis, breakfast killed Elvis. Right. (laughs) 700 WLW, Gary Jeff Walker with you on the nightcap. On the night that President Trump spoke from the Oval Office for the first time in his presidency on the border wall about securing America's borders. Security for American citizens and the government shutdown. And the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, responded afterwards. And we've been talking about that, strangely enough. Paul and Grossbeck, we made the mistake of letting your friend Steve on the air. We had to dump him again. Hey, Gary. This is Steve. Steve. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> you dropped the F-bomb once tonight. I'm not going to let you do it again. As soon as I heard the slur, I was like, man, that's Steve. Oh, jeez. Uh, did anybody, does anybody notice that Nancy Pelosi always looks like she's just been startled? Like somebody just hit her in, right in the butt with a cattle prod or something? Yeah. We can only, we can only hope. I feel like I'm not the only one that sees it. Yeah. Blinky does have a surprise look on her face a lot of the time. But let's, let's not resort to nicknames. Let's just use the cattle prod. Tony and White Oak, Hello. How you doing? I'm all right, man. How are you? Hey, um, so the only the only thing I want to comment on is I am happy that we finally have a president who is willing to run America like a business. 
Yeah. It's not like a politician. Yeah. I don't think the average American knows how to take that because we've seen so many politicians which have become presidents, and we want to say, oh, they talk out both sides of their mouths. President Trump said what he meant, meant what he said, and he's running it like a business. He doesn't need to back down and hope that he gets funded to continue his political walk afterwards, because he probably doesn't want to. And I don't think America understands how to accept that. This man said that he wants to build the wall. He knows it's the best interest. And as a businessman, that's what he wants to happen. Right. I, I would agree with you. you no, know, I've, I've thought about this, and actually I've talked about this, and it, even before uh, Donald Trump was elected president, Jay. I, for, for the life of me, I can't understand why anyone would want to hold that office. No. My buddy Micah used to always say that people who want to be president should be killed immediately. <laughs> Here, here's the thing about the businessman, though. I, I am glad that we have somebody that's definitely more business-minded with real business experience in that sure. office. Uh, but one thing that people need to realize, and this was my big thing when he was in the primaries, is all he's done is run businesses, right? Uh, and if a business fails... You claim bankruptcy, and you start a new one. And you can't do that with a country. He took over a country that's $20 trillion in debt. What do you think about that? I No, I understand that, but we can't just default on our loans. and The country already is defaulting. And the only way to come close to wiping out that debt is by getting our economic house in order. If you raise G- GDP one point, it's worth like, $3 trillion that goes back into the gross domestic product. And if you continue to build that over time, you can actually get the debt down. Right. Well, part of the thing is, is debt is never a problem with taking money in. The problem is always spending. Yeah. So we got to get that under control before we can even consider anything else. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to, to Laurie. Hello, Laurie. Hey, good evening, guys. Good evening. What's you up? You know, I've said this before about Trump. He may he may act foolish, but he's no fool. And I am so sick. I mean, the thought of Pelosi and Schumer tonight came came through my head. It's like some of this weird chewing gum they've got out there. You know, two different tastes, and it's still bottom line. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And whenever I hear those two people, it's like two snakes. And it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, they're idiots. Nancy Pelosi but, represents uh, California, right? That would definitely have to be fruit stripe gum. Yeah, fruit fruit stripe gum. <laughs> yeah. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Schumer, the state of New York, so that'd be what, urine stripe gum? I'm not sure. I, I, <laughs> yeah, really. I was just told the reason Nancy Pelosi looks like she's startled all the time is because she's surprised that she's alive another day. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's had so much plastic surgery done on her face. Oh, I think it's Botox. Yeah, whether you it's know, Botox or plastics or whatever, I can feel. I but feel you like know, I, know what... I mean, Nancy Nancy Pelosi is is just a rat. I mean, you know, her husband had a fishery in San Francisco, closed it down, and took it to the Dominican Republic, and got a grant from the United States for hiring Dominicans to run this fishery. 
Now, I wonder how he found out about that. And well, there's no ethics as far as Nancy Pelosi. Well, well consider, consider this. You know the city of Baltimore, Maryland, not exactly a garden spot? One of the reasons it devolved into the trash heap that Baltimore, formerly Charm City, is, is because Nancy Pelosi's dad was mayor there, and that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> Did you know that? I just I wish we'd get rid of all of them. Oh. But the scary thought, if something happened to uh, Lord help us that nothing does, but something happened to Pence and Trump, that we'd be stuck with her. Oh, uh, Laurie, hey, people don't understand this. Don't stuff. don't say that. Thank you, thank you for frightening <laughs> the hell out of me, Lori. And now we both listening. look like Nancy Pelosi. When she said we ought to get rid of all of them, you know what it reminded me of? Do you ever see the movie Mars Attacks? It's a terrible yeah. movie. It's I mean, a great movie. What Tom Jones, about? Slim Whitman makes their heads blow up and all that. But at a certain point in the movie, and I'm sure this was in a certain point in the movie, the alien spaceship laser beams Capitol Hill. And an old lady is sitting in a nursing home watching it on TV. She goes, they blew up Congress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are worse things that could happen to this country. Believe me. All right, we got a few more minutes with you after news, which is mere seconds away now. And if you didn't know before from listening to the show on numerous occasions, especially when Jay Armstrong's in the house, the news is usually horrible. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, you can listen anyway and hope you will. Stick around. More phone calls when we return. Plus, Dr. John Huber joins us tonight from MainstreamMentalHealth.org in the last hour. This is the Nightcap on 700 WLW. Viva Las Vegas. Yes, indeed. Viva Las Vegas. In the Sin City with the King. I wish that it's Tuesday, January 8, 2019. I just went back four years. We could do all this this Trump thing again. That'd be fun. See the escalator ride with Melania. <laughs> the Dan and, Kennedys do a great version of that song, by the way. Of Viva Las Vegas? Yeah, fantastic. I can't tell you that I've heard it because I haven't, it's but I'm good. sure it's wonderful. 700 WLW, the nightcap, Gary Jeff Walker, Jay Armstrong. Still some calls here from uh, cleaning up the, the last half hour. John in Cincinnati, hello. You had comments on a caller who called previously, I guess. Yeah, Jeff, everybody's talking about Nancy Pelosi, and I'm not a big fan of hers. But people don't remember Trump, when he first campaigned, Mexico was going to build a wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. They're Mm going to pay for it. They're going to pay for it. Yeah. And all of a sudden now, uh, everybody's saying that, well, it's his fault that the government shut down. Well, you know what? It is his fault. Okay. How is it his fault? Well, how come Mexico's not paying for the, for the wall that he really promised to hold? John, uh, John, we, we've covered, we've, we've been over this earlier tonight. Apparently you didn't hear. He, never, didn't, he no. never said that the Mexican government was going to hand him a check and pay for the wall. He never said that. And the, and the way in which he meant Mexico would pay for the wall was renegotiating NAFTA, which he already did and got signed by Mexico and Canada, which, by the way, Congress hasn't done yet, ratifying that new treaty. With a new trade deal with Mexico, yes, in that way, Mexico would help pay for the wall, John. He never said that the Mexican president was going to open up a vault and give him money for a wall. He never said that, John. And it's a false narrative anyway, because it's it's about protecting this country. 
from foreign criminal trespassers who are coming across our poorest southern border in places where there's not a wall. Where there is a wall, John, you know what Custom Border Patrol says? Says the wall really works where there's a wall. Now, there's places like in the mountainous regions uh, along the uh, the southern border or along the Rio Grande. You're right. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense to try and build a wall because you can't. You've got 1,000-foot cliffs and you've got a river. You don't put a wall there, but you put other resources there. You can't build a wall against a, 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 along the whole, but where there's a wall, it works, and it protects oh. American citizens from foreign criminal trespassers, which is all these people are. Oh, I, yeah, I, I agree with the wall. There's, there's no disagreement with that. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the same page with you guys as far as the wall. It's just my point of view is that when he campaigned, he never talked about the NAFTA. He never talked about the, you know, all the stuff you just said. He also never, he, he he said, never talked about the Mexican government handing us a check, John. He never said that. He was vague about it, and I think on purpose. Uh, yeah, purposely vague. I mean, okay. I, I understand where okay. you're coming from. We agree but, with that. But yeah, okay. that, that's, that's not an argument for the government being open it's congress's job to fund the government not the president the president signs legislation now if the if if the house and the senate can't come up with a bill that funds that funds the other 25 percent of the government that shut down i mean the government's fully funded 75 percent of it through next through the year agree it's a 25 percent so agree so, but it's government, the Congress, the House, and the Senate's job, that is their primary responsibility as elected officials, is funding the government, collecting revenues and funding the government. All the president does is sign it or not sign it. And if they truly have bipartisan support among Republicans and Democrats, John, to get the government funded again, they'll introduce a bill. They'll send it to President Trump's desk. He may not sign it. He may veto it. If they've really got bipartisan support, well, then just override the veto. But, you know, my, I mentioned this earlier. Until they get something on his desk, it is completely unfair to say it's his fault. Uh, I he agree. At I, least they, they haven't I, brought anything to his desk to fund the government, John. I, w- I would agree with that. I would totally. Now I'm on, a, I'm on the same board you got. You're exactly right. If they they, they got to get something on his desk, and you're exactly yep. right. Yep. For him to say yay or nay. And if they can't do that, then. We're going, to, we're going to have the same conversation. I mean, we're going to be in the same boat next week. Yeah, I, yeah. okay. Well, listen, I appreciate you calling, and thanks for listening, John. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good points. I like John. But the, the idea and this false narrative that people keep bringing up that somehow Mexico was going to sign a check to the United States and pay for the wall, he never said that. I mean, I feel like that's how most people understood it, though. Well, most people are stupid. That's very true. David in Mount Washington, <laughs> hello. Hey, how you doing, bro? Good. What's up? Hey, I uh, got a quick question uh, and a couple comments. Uh, first of all, do you believe in term limits? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. I wish. This is one of the problems that we have. We have 30. You know, I like the other center say, I've been here 30 years. Well, maybe some way you should say, well, maybe that's the problem, dude. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> uh, you know, they should only be able to serve as many years as a president, which is eight years, and then go, as Paul Brown would say, go find your life's work. Now, on that note, here's how Mexico pays for the wall. All right. Trump Trump tells Western Union, I'm going to tax anybody that goes out of the country and into this country. You know, whatever. Give it a, give it a percentage, 2%, 5%. Oh, There's some put, of the money. Put a, put, a, put a 10% tariff on all money coming go. from people who aren't citizens of this country who are working here and sending money home. Absolutely. Boom. And number two, 
legalize sports betting in all 50 states, tax it, boom, money. And marijuana, I think. There you go. What do you think about that? I don't feel like it's any more dangerous than alcohol. Whether or not it's moral or not, it's completely besides the point. But we could tax the hell out of it. And tax sports betting, just the winnings, and you got it made. Not only will you have a border wall in Gary JW, you'll have a 100-foot lake, salt water with alligators, piranhas, sharks. Ain't nobody getting over that wall, my man. All right, David, thank you very much for that. We should put lasers on the sharks like Austin Powers. This should be interesting. Hello, Alexandria. It's Alexandra Cortez. How are you? I, I'm fine. I thought for sure it was going to be Steve. I'm calling you from Washington, and I've been listening to your show online. Huh. And you guys are exactly the Trump racist, white privilege kind of guy sitting in your ivory tower. I don't even understand the plight of the immigrants. Mm. You have no clue. You're employing your white privilege right now, sitting on the radio in a position of power. And the six branches of government, they <laughs> don't even attempt. A- Alexandria, there are, there are, Alexandria, there are three branches of government. See, right there, you're being a white supremacist. There's a legislative, there's the That's executive, and there's the judicial branches of I government. Was I don't know why you, you, now you're bringing Jews into this. What has that <laughs> to do with how, did, how do we bring Jews into this? You said judicial. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be the Supreme Court. That would be the federal court system. That's the judicial branch of government, well, Alexandria. Well, you guys sit there all day long. I've been on PBS. I've been on 60 Minutes. And you have no idea how smart I am because I am a brown person. You're not. You can't understand. There's no way that you can. You're sitting up there on the ninth floor of some ivory tower and... Kentucky or whatever. Alexandria, you were a brown person who had rich parents and had a great college education and everything paid for until you decided to get into politics. Oh, before she decided to get into bartending. Oh, that's right. How how is the bartending gig doing in in DC right now? I bet it I bet it's not doing so well with the government shutdown because all the federal employees who usually would be drinking at the bar as you're at the beer taps don't have money to pay. I don't bartend anymore. I am now a, a, a a member of the House of Representatives, and that's typical for you to try to demean me and put me down as a white male. That's you, you guys are putting my point. Wait, did you just say that you're a white male? We're putting you down as a white male. You as a white Why male? Why would you, you invoke such privilege? It's disgusting. Are you white? I am Irish. Okay, well, you're an imperial oppressor to me and my people. <laughs> yeah, and people are you're, you're people. You have, you have people? I identify as a unicorn, so let's get that straight. Well, you guys have no idea how the government works. I, I identify as a black man named Jerome. I'm in office. I was elected by the people. No. The seven different factions of government are going to operate Th- if three, Mr. Trump three. allows the government to be turned back on, flip the switch back on, let the power grid come back on, and my people like me take the next wave and really show what this country is about with our honesty and our knowledge of the ethnicities of this country that need to come back to fruition. You guys have an idea. You're white power. It's all about white power. I have to it's go. amazing. You sound more intelligent now than you did on 60 Minutes, Alexandria. Ever on TV. By the way, Coach Lou is going to join us in studio tomorrow night, Jay. You'll, you'll miss that. I, you know what? I kind of want to drive up here after my shift at, at Driftwells. Just to meet Coach Lou? Just to hang out with Coach to, Lou. To I've been be friends with Coach Lou on Facebook for years. But you've never met him in person. I've never met him in person. Me either. I'm looking forward to it. 
It'd be an extra feather in my nightcap tomorrow He's an night. anomaly, man. Rick in Cincinnati, hello. Hello, Rick. Hello, goodbye, Rick. Jim in Fairfield, hello. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a pro-wall guy, but uh, I think we're missing a lot of good points here. One is that uh, we E-Verify. I think that's probably going to be the best thing to ensure that we... Uh, we already have that, Jim. Well, no, we, we don't. We don't. We, we don't enforce it to where some where employers can, if we if we put some teeth into it, where an employer that, that doesn't do it is charged or potentially a felony or charged a fine when, when they're caught. Because I, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm an accountant by trade, and I've been out there enough that I, I've seen enough employers that hire people on the side and, and don't use the E-Verify. So, Jim, Jim, let me get this right. You're saying something that I said for years if we enforce the immigration laws that are actually on the books, then we don't need a wall? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, no, I think we still need the wall. I, I still think because we're not talking just but about we need to enforce the, we're talking, we need we're to, we're need to enforce the laws that are already We need to enforce the laws, we yeah. need to enforce the laws yeah. that are already but, on the books. But the other point that I, I would what say, an and, like I said, and, and uh, here's the other part that I, I think that uh, we need to look at. We've got, we've got a number of, and, and I've, I've been in Mexico and I've, been, and I've worked around Mexican or Latin, Latinos, uh, because they're not all Mexicans. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, we have whatever, somebody wants to say 10 million, 20 million, I don't know what it is. Nobody Here knows what it is. That's the point. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. In the country. Now, if we took and said, hey, you know, you're here illegally, we're going to let you sign up. And I don't care what it is, you know, if you can't get citizen, but the light, right to live here, because they have families here and they have, and, and whatever, but they, they are charged a $5,000 fine, a $5,000 fine for living, for coming over into the country illegally. And then there's a pathway to either citizenship or residency. Whatever you want to, you know, however they hash it out. Sure. But you take the five thousand dollars times ten million, you got fifty billion dollars. Who just paid for the wall? The people that violated the wall. <laughs> nice job, thanks, Jim. We're just running short. I didn't mean to cut you out, uh, and we've only got about a minute and twenty seconds here before Doctor Huber joins us. All right, uh, Jay Armstrong. Anything to look for in the Jay Armstrong comedy file or gigs? Th- or Thursday, anything? I'll be at the open mic at the Liberty Funny Bone, and right. then January twenty fourth, I will be closing out. I'll be headlining the Clash of the Comics show at the Liberty Funny Bone, which promises to be an absolute ton of fun. All right, and, and I'm sad that we didn't get to Dick from Dayton. He's been waiting for a long time. Can we say hello to Dick real quick? Okay, so we'll get to Dick quick. Quick, Dick. Good evening, Dick. 
Hi, Gary, Jeff. Hi, Jay. Hello, Dick. Sorry we ran out of time, Dick, but oh, we wanted to get you on the air. Pretty, I know it's been a, yeah, I know a lot of calls tonight. Yeah. But my, my thing was President Trump did a, good, a, a great job talking about we must, to citizens of this country, but what I didn't understand, how he was beaten down by uh, Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer. I was just... It was terrible, Jerry, Jeff, and Jay. Dick, you made some excellent points in the short amount of time allotted, and I appreciate the fact that you were brief. Brevity is always a good thing. Say good night, Dick. Good night, Gary, Jeff. Good night, Jay. Good night, Dick. All right. <clears throat> Dr. John Huber from MainstreamMentalHealth.org next on the Nightcap here on 700 WLW. It is the Nightcap as we continue on this Tuesday night on 700 WLW. We welcome in my friend, forensic psychologist out of Austin, Texas from MainstreamMentalHealth.org and DrPsycho.org. Still haven't quite figured that one out. Uh, John Huber, good evening, sir. Good evening, Gary Jeff. How you doing? I'm amazing. Ah, I turned the tables on you. See? See how I did that? I did it. I did it. I saw it. I saw it. That was uh, good. I, I am I, I am amazing. So, Dr. Huber. Uh, yes, sir. If you will, sir. Let's talk a little bit. The president had his Oval Office address the first time since he's been in office earlier this evening. And you were asked by a number of people to measure and study the president's body movements body language exactly. body language and exactly. uh, how how did you find president trump in his body language in the oval office address well you know m- maybe it was in the water or something around here but he sure looked like john lithgow playing president trump so <laughs> <laughs> the hell with alec baldwin i'd love to see john lithgow play that role oh yeah oh yeah i think so too because if there's so, if uh, there's any if there's any more ham to be laid on that sandwich john lithgow <laughs> Could absolutely slaughter that pig and put it on the bread. There's no oh, doubt about running, it. Definitely. And he'll be running around going, nee, nee, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he looked like Donald Trump to me. I mean, it, yeah. it is yeah. funny. You, you mentioned the president's body language, and you were asked to kind of ascertain what his body language told you earlier tonight. It's always funny when he's in front of the Democrats. Mm-hmm. He's always got his arms crossed. <laughs> when he, well, and that's a when, defensive posture. It's, oh, yeah. It's, you, know, you know, definitely, definitely. When yeah. he talks to reporters generally, when he's on the rope line or whatever, he's very open. And when he talks to the American people, he's very open. And at the rallies, he's wide the hell open. But when he talks right. to Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or whatever, it's just like arms across. Mm-hmm. He got, he got a little smirk on his face. But you're not getting much out of that guy yeah. at that point. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's you know, it's the opponents right there. You know, it's the people on the other side of the, of the team, so to speak, against the team. And he's going he's gonna to posture like that. And uh, he's trying not to, you know, because his other posture, when we've seen him historically go back, you know, 10, 15 years ago in The Apprentice and stuff like that, his other postures would be kind of an aggressive, threatening posture. He's trying not to do that. So he becomes defensive and crosses his arms. And uh, it's, it's kind of interesting how he's working on that. Yeah. And like the aggressive thing, like when he, when he sits with his legs wide open in a chair, 
That's, well, that's, that's very the, aggressive. That's the alpha. Exactly. That's, you know, I'm, I'm the boss and you pay attention to me and that's, that's it. That's one of the things I love about him, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I love that oh, about the press. Cool. So anyway, yeah. uh, we had that going on and then the Democrat response, which was more predictable than Donald Trump's, I think. Uh, but, uh, this thing continues to go on, and it's we try not to talk politics, and eventually we we devolve into that in our discussions because you and I have some of the same feelings right about right. what's well, going yeah. on in the country right now and and you know ultimately, if you remember what this was, this was a compromise between you know a, a Republican president in nineteen eighty six and Democratic House and Senate, and they agreed to to Build the wall and then re, redo our immigration laws and make, streamline those passages in exchange for what? Amnesty. Amnesty. We gave amnesty to how many millions of people? And then the Democratic Party walked away from it. And now all he's doing is going back and saying, look, we got to finish the job. And, you know, it doesn't need to be voted on anymore. It's already been approved in 1986. And, you know, the thing is, both parties, Republican Party and the Democrat Party, use this immigration thing as a way to divide the rest of us. And if Trump succeeds in getting that done, there's no more using that to divide us. And he knows that. And so does the Republicans and the Democrats. And it's just, you know, we just have to sit back and see who's got who's got the uh, chutzpah to go through it all. Now, you know, they talk about how many billion it's going to be. Well, we've got, what's that uh, drug lord's money? We've got 15.5 billion. El Chapo's drug. And that's, that's le- more than what the estimates are to build the wall. So let's use the man's money. And uh, he's not even here to, to, to take it anymore. So I don't know why they're sitting on it. But it is accounted for, and it is sitting in a, in a vault somewhere. I said that when they captured the mofo. I said, let's use El Chapo's money, and that way Mexico will pay for the wool. And exactly, exactly. And it won't, you know, essentially we paid for it, though. It was American dollars buying all the cocaine and everything sure. else, marijuana. But, you know, it, it's not going to come out of our tax base. And in the story, it's a done deal. Let's move on. Let's go talk about something that really matters. Let's Let's reform our immigration policy and my friends who are out there struggling, some of them over 20 years trying to become legal citizens legally in this country uh, can, can get on with their lives instead of going and meeting with immigration every six months to prove that they're, they're still not, you know, uh, left the country. Yeah, You personally know people who are dealing with trying to become citizens and trying to do it the quote right way. Exactly. Right now. And the right way is fraught with so many obstacles and so many hurdles. It's like, after a while, why would anybody keep trying? It's just insane. And and the the reason why they do, no matter how poorly everybody talks about this country, it is still the best place, fairest place to be in the world as a citizen. And, could you please and, could you please uh, send that to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and Rashida Tlaib? Would you would well, you forward that <laughs> message to them? I, I could, but it doesn't really matter because you can't fix stupid. So we just move on. <clears throat> and uh, ignorance is one thing; stupidity is another. Did you <laughs> Did you ever hear my Henry Kissinger impression? No, no. Would you like to? No. Definitely. The first thing we must do is kill all the Palestinians.
Uh, we're going to take a break with Dr. John Huber and be right back on the nightcap here on 700 WLW. Back with Dr. John Huber here on 700 WLW online, 700WLW.com. Doctor, have you seen the video that has been shown all around the country now of the guy in Salinas, California, licking the the uh, the doorbell? Have you seen that? No, that's uh, I, I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> These people had a ring video camera, and they were uh-huh. out of town on vacation, and it was activated when they found out that someone was at their door. Okay. And this guy, I can't remember his last name, Roberto something, is seen looking right into the camera, licking the doorbell. It was his face planted up against the wall, licking the doorbell. Like, I I don't know what was going through his mind or why, but he was there for like a long time. Really? Just licking. Wow, that guy needs help. So, I mean, what kind of fetish would that be? Well, I'm thinking he's got a, a you know a salt deficiency. You know, like cows go to the salt blocks <laughs> and stuff like that. And you, you know, you put your finger up there, and you've been sweating all day, and you get a little salt on the doorbell. Yeah. And uh, you know, so the guy's going after the salt, man. He's probably got some kind of sodium uh, deficiency. Deficiency, you know, and you know, just go to Taco Bell like the rest of us and load up on the sodium there. Check out yeah. YouTube tonight, Doctor, after we get I'm, off the I'm air. Gonna, I'm going to I'm gonna have to. Licking doorbell. Guy licking okay. the doorbell. And he's just like, he's posing for the camera. He's just like looking up at it and he just keeps licking the doorbell. I, <laughs> I don't know what that, I mean, people's fascination and fetishes with inanimate objects always kind of mystifies me. But this was a new one for the books. I never saw it. It was the height. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of the fetishes, you know, there's some kind of historical precedent, something that's gone on in the person's life that causes that. So, you know, I don't know. I don't. I'd have to do a little research. I want to watch the video, and maybe next week we can talk a little bit about what I think was going on there. It, it was just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life, and and I've lived a long time. And I, you know, and I've what? seen a lot of weird stuff. Fr- frankly, I've done some weird <laughs> stuff. Nothing that weird, though. Okay. And by the way, sheep lie. Um, we continue with Dr. John Huber from mainstreammentalhealth.org. Dad, um, there's a new, uh, I guess a new study and I, I call it just like a, 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 so what duh study saying uh-huh. arguing with your spouse can actually shorten your life or be bad for your physical health. I mean, I can't tell you the number of nights I've slept with one eye open, and and that deprivation of sleep does not help you live a healthy, happy life. Uh, Thankfully, I I don't have that going on in my current relationship, and, you know, we've been together for almost five years now. But uh, I agree. It, It absolutely unnerves me the few times that we have argued that we've argued, and usually it's silly, selfish with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, BS, when you, un- when you unpack it all, it's like, why were we even arguing about this in the first place? But we keep it to a minimum and we try to diffuse that argument as soon as possible. So explain to me some of the, uh, the research behind this, Doctor. Well, what they did is they looked at, at couples that had, had been married at least six, uh, 16 or more years, and they did a survey of the six, first 16 years of their marriage. And the ones that were bickering and fighting throughout those first 16 years, every couple, every set of couples had significant chronic illness and had shorter lifespans than the people who did not have that bickering going on in the first 16 years of their marriage. Now, what's interesting is, you know, that, that chronic bickering, it releases things like cortical steroids and, you know, like we see with type A personalities and, and American businessmen who end up with heart attacks and strokes. Yeah. Well, these are the same types of things that these people are dying with. And it happens in that process, you know, you're always bickering. You know, it's where you hate coming home at night. You'd rather be in, stuck in traffic than driving home. So why would you try to speed up and make traffic flow? And they ruin it for the rest of us. Well, that's that's what they're finding out. And if you have 16 years who are generally pleasant, maybe a few bicker moments here and there, you tended to have significantly longer lives. Ultimately, we have to remember that 50% of marriages end in divorce. So that means the other 50% end in death. And I hope that death for you is old age. Yeah, well, it, it won't be the <laughs> result of me arguing with my spouse if I die at a, an early age. It'll be, it could be the smoking, it could be the Jack Daniels, it could be the cocaine use in the late 80s and early 90s. It, it could be any number of factors. It probably won't be as a result of me having a uh, contemptuous or argumentative relationship with my spouse. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, how do you, how do you and your wife deal with arguments? Well, what we, we've done forever and it's kind of interesting because her relationships, they, you know, they always involve previous to me, this yelling and raised voice. And my whole thing was, look, if you want to talk about something, we'll talk about it. And the minute our voices raise, we stop the conversation and I say, okay, let's come back in two hours and finish the conversation where we can talk about it without getting angry. And that used to make her very mad and upset, but I would force it. I would walk out the door. I said, I'll be back you know, in two hours. And uh, eventually she realized that if we sit down and actually talk about things, we can discuss our differences and work through them and not hate each other for it and so it's we're going on 27 years something like that um and you know that's great it's it's worked out and you know we lived together for three years before and kind of worked out some of this communication stuff there's still a few things that you know you can always tweak and fine-tune you have to realize that marriage is is a contract just like 
when my practice signs a contract with a business out there to provide services, I always have to continue nurturing that contract. It's not set in stone. And if you keep nurturing the contract with your spouse, you will have a much greater, longer life, pleasant life, and you'll have an experience. And you'll, you'll at some point realize it's not getting from point A to point B. It's the journey itself that matters. All right, real quickly, just uh, shifting back to the <laughs> you just... That wasn't funny, was it? No, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I, I've told you before, Doctor Huber, it doesn't all have to be funny. We, we, exactly, we have exactly. to get down to brass tacks and be serious about real life issues from time to time, uh-huh. because I mean, we all walk in in the same shoes. We we may have different sizes, but we basically have to walk the same path as human beings. And when it comes to relationships. Um, there, there's very little funny unless you're Ben Stiller and there's something about Mary and you get that lotion in your hair. Anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> I wanted to switch gears just a second. Just hope there's no sparkles in that. Glitter. Oh, Never. my gosh. <laughs> you're right. Uh, back to politics and politicians and the hypocrisy and the lying that is continually going on, and it's obvious that it's going on for political reasons on, yes. on any side. Uh, what is the psychology of someone who lies all the time? I mean, and, and they, they lie to the point where they actually believe the lie in, in yeah, some you tell points? A lie long enough. Yeah, you tell a lie long enough, you will believe that lie. And for some people, that's a, that's a big advantage. They're able to overcome fears and things like that. But when we talk about politicians, they'll sit there and tell you they had nothing to do with a certain incident and that they may have spearheaded. And at some point, they'll actually believe they really had nothing to do with it. And they're able to sleep at night then. So uh, it's it's pretty pretty caustic, pretty traumatic for the rest of us. And what we do know is the American public has about a three-month memory. So if you can just get your name out in the media, even if it's for bad things, if you can keep from getting kicked out of office right then, in three months you're good to go. People are going to be right behind you again because they remember you were in the media, but they don't remember why. So they turn around and think, well, it must have been something good because I'm not going to follow a bad guy. And... Boom, there you go. You've got more credibility, and you could be a totally do- total doofus and a total evil person. But it's, it's how our memory works, and it's how people want to believe who they are and why they would remember good people versus bad people. Well, for example, uh, and this is just one example of many, and I could use Republicans or Democrats as my example, uh, talking to Dr. John Huber from MainStreetMentalHealth.org. Elizabeth Warren making uh, setting up an exploratory committee to run for president in 2020 and making the trip to Iowa where the first caucuses are, uh, in other words, the start of the primary season when that cut rolls around and God knows how many people are going to be in that. I mean, they thought there were a lot of Republicans in 2016. There looks like there are at least uh, that many times and half over Democrats who may be contending for president in 2020. But Elizabeth right. Warren... Obviously, she makes the big mistake of having this this TV ad where she has been claiming Native American heritage all these years and finds out that she is one 1,024th Native. I mean, I'm I'm closer to Kimo Sabi than she is. 
Yeah, exactly. You and know, I, I don't know why she didn't just go to an Indian reservation. But you're saying so that, that because further. attention spans are so short, people will forget that? Amen. And, uh, yeah, and you have to do a better job of bringing it to the surface than when it first hit the air because people are going to go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And they really don't remember it the right way. They remember how they want to remember it. And they blow it off and they ignore it and don't pay attention. So it's really hard to re-educate and remind people that. And it has to do with how fallible our memories really are. And there are other people, like President Trump, for example, who said that he never had a relationship with Stormy Daniels and he never paid. Obviously, those things are not true. I mean, I think if we're being honest with ourselves, yes, the president at some point had a consensual affair with a porn star and right. and then had his fixer pay her off to save his reputation. Right, right. But to some of us, like me, that, I really don't care about that. When, right. When you claim to be something that you're not, and Donald Trump never claimed to be holier than thou or having nope. a great marital record. No, nope. you know, he, 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 he's aired his dirty marital laundry in the airwaves, in the media. How many times has he been divorced in national news? You know, I mean, Marla guy, Maples. Marla, yeah, every, all the way around. Yeah. He was showing off that bling. Said, look what I did. <laughs> uh, and I got the money to pay off the woman uh, who was who was jilted. Look what I did. But but yeah. anybody who had any illusions about Donald Trump's marital fidelity or the fact that he's a, a challenged individual like we all are, uh, I mean, they're just living with their heads in the sand or something. I mean, I voted, I voted for him in spite of the Billy Bush video. Uh, that probably even added more grist for my mill when the Billy Bush video was released, what, two, three weeks before the election or a month before the election. It's like, oh, they've been sitting on this for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and they, they sat on it for a long time, and they were trying to get it within that three-month window. If they'd have played it earlier, people would have forgotten about it. They'd have blown it off. And they'd, they'd actually had time to process and realize that that was 15 years earlier in a locker room, and he's never been convicted or even accused of inappropriate behavior that went along with those statements, unlike some of our other presidents who shall remain nameless. Yes, yes. And Hillary Clinton in the Benghazi hearings. At this point, what does it matter? In other words, I think she was grasping onto what you were talking about. It's been so long since the Benghazi thing happened She's like, at this point, what does it matter? Because she counted on the American people to not to, not to not care or to forget about the four Americans that were killed, including Absolutely. the ambassador. Yeah. Absolutely. Dr. Huber, it's always highly enlightening and always greatly entertaining for me to talk to you on these these Tuesday evenings. And I hope there will be many, many more to come in the new year. I do too. You never know what's gonna happen, but uh I'm gonna keep doing it as long as you'll have me. I think I think it's a great Great platform, a great show, and you know, it's. I'm just, I'm just proud to be part of your show. I'm, pl I'm planning on not arguing my with my spouse because I don't want it to shorten my time on Earth there and not having the opportunity to talk to you more. See, my whole, my whole meaning for living now is living another week so I can talk to Doctor John Huber from Mainstream Mental Health. <laughs> this is my motivating factor now. 
Well, you know, I, my wife has a way of letting me know when she's angry at me. She she paints my toenails while I'm sleeping, and when she's really mad, when she's really mad, she paints my toenails and then sticks the sheets to my toenails. So when I get up in the morning, it's like I've been short sheeted and I end up on my face. So I I think you piss her off on purpose because you like your toenails painted. Doctor Huber, have a wonderful no. evening. <laughs> don't, don't leave me a word. <laughs> Talk to you later, doctor. All righty, adios. Thank you. And as always, we close out uh, this nightcap with the playing of our national anthem to honor America on 700 WLW. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.